Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. What's up? Welcome to the second ever episode of Dynasty War Game. What's up, Jesse? Already we're having fun chatting. <laughs> Got a cat. How's it going, guys? What's up? What's up? So, it's us as usual. Uh, Jesse Schneeman as your game master tonight. We got player one, Chad Mendoza. How you doing tonight, Chad? No, I'm doing pretty good, man. Right on, right on. Player two, Mike Casper. How you doing tonight? Always happy to be here, ready for the comeback win tonight. Sweet. Okay, yeah, you're going to need it. So, yeah, this is part two of our rookie landing spot game. Uh, last week we did quarterbacks and running backs. Uh, Chad has a commanding 33 to 30 point lead over Mike. So just a quick review of the rules. Uh, there really aren't many. <laughs> I'm going to throw out a player. These guys are going to give landing spots a little bit about the player uh, and why they like, excuse me, like the landing spot. And then I'm going to grade it. It's a very subjective grade. It's what I think, you know, I'm, I'm grading them on. Oh my God, dude, your cat is awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah, she's a very cat friendly podcast, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah she's, she might just hang out this episode. I don't know. Nice. For those Two of you that can't that, that aren't joining us on YouTube, my my cat Two Face is just crawling around. Yeah, she's just <laughs> doing her thing. So uh, yeah, so it's gonna it's a one to five scale, one being the lowest, five being the highest, and I'm just judging you guys on you know what I think the best landing spot is, and uh, your arguments definitely matter. All right. I'm ready. All right, so we just want to jump right in. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. So yeah, if if you guys if in podcast land if you hear us giggling for no reason, it's because Chad's cat. Chad's cat just has his butt all up in Chad's face, or and this is I mean this busy. is basically I mean this has never happened on the podcast, but it's always something, right? I think we had a kookaburra bird when we had <laughs> Fell Harbor on. Yeah, <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah. All right, number one, Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. He is. 6'1", 189 pounds. This past year, he had 65 catches, 936 yards, and 13 touchdowns. Uh, took a little jump from the year before where he had 50 catches, 729, and 7 touchdowns. year before, 49 catches, 849, and 12 touchdowns. So he's been producing for a while. Let's, uh, let's go to Mike first since you're the underdog. Uh, what do you think is a good landing spot for Chris Olave? Yeah, so for Lave, all right, we got you know a couple of good wide receivers here coming out of Ohio State, projected first round picks in most NFL circles uh, from from what I've been hearing right now. So um, I've got them going to the Las Vegas Raiders at twenty two. So obviously, just fired Mike Mayock, okay, GM. 
don't have their coach picked yet, but there's a lot of player support for their interim coach. Uh, so we'll see how that shakes out. But obviously, sadly, with, you know, the Henry Ruggs incident in the middle of the season led to the Hunter Renfro breakout. Um, didn't have Waller for a lot of the season, really kind of limited that offense, but I think Parr still made do with what he had. Um, Brian Edwards truthers are probably going to continue to be truthers, but he he just hasn't had a huge role in that offense. So I, I think them going um, wide receiver early in the first round to I, I feel like the offense is what kind of sputtered in the in their playoff matchup with the Bengals. So I'm, I'm going to take them going to the Raiders at uh, pick 22 and and maybe get their alpha at wide receiver. Right on. All right. Can you tell us anything about Michael Ave? Do you know anything about him? Have you watched him? Chris? Yes. Chris, Chris Alave. <laughs> um, I, 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 got, I got to admit, I haven't, I haven't watched him as much um, as, as I would like to. Um, so, no, I'll let Chad do that. But okay. uh, right from what I've heard from the opinions of other people, um, that's kind of what helped determine the landing. Right story. on. That's how we do it on this show, by the way. We don't bullshit. So if nope. we don't know, we pass it to the next guy. Chad, what, what, tell us a little bit about Chris Olave because I, I know you watch a lot of college football and uh, what your favorite landing spot is. Yeah, I um, I really, really like Chris Olave. I thought he was going to come out last year, um, and I thought he would have been, you know, a, a good, you know, top end, maybe, you know, back end wide or back first, back end first round or um, early day two uh, kind of pick. But, uh, you know, he must have heard otherwise because he stayed. But, you know, he's he's a really, really, really good technical football player. Like, he's um, he knows his craft. He's a really good route runner. Um, and he's just really he's just really developed, uh, you know, a, a guy that I think a lot, comes to a lot of people's mind when they think of uh, Chris Olave is, you know, kind of Terry McLaurin coming back. And maybe that's the kind of player he can develop into in the league. Uh, we'll just have to see, but yeah, his his route running and his releases are you know pretty pretty high end um, coming out of college. So I think he's one awesome. of the most developed uh, route runners in the nation, as far okay. as college football players go. Okay, yeah, release and route running something I I really really value. And from what I understand, he's not he's not a burner, but he's got functional football speed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not slow by any means. Um, and I uh, I have him going to the Lions. Um, let me see what pick that was. Uh, that was at pick 27, their second pick. Um, okay. I have him going to the lines there. I think, uh, with Amon Ra, uh, there who we saw a good, a good deal of a uh, flash this year with him, especially towards the end of the year. Um, they can move him around the formation and kind of use him as that kind of Debo role where he can just be a number of different things for them. Um, and maybe just stick a, a really developed route runner on the other side of him, or I guess you can't really call it the other side because they're going to be moving him around everywhere, but, um, you know, just allow him to attract attention and just be able to get open just on his pure technical ability. Um, and I, I think that kind of, uh, it, it, I think it's a good, a good kind of addition to their offense that they're missing right now. Feels like a good fit. So feels like this type of player is a good fit for anyone. Everybody needs a guy that can get open, especially on third down. Uh, but it does feel like a good fit with their current players. You know, you have big playability out of Swift. Um, you got have a guy that, you know, should work the middle for you with Hawk. And then Amin Ra is looking like a pretty good boundary receiver. So if you have a, you know, a technician that you can move around to the slot or play the Y or play that, you know, outside on the stack or any three positions on the stack, then, you know, that 
that's really versatile. It's something the Lions definitely can need, uh, definitely could use. Uh, I, I like that. It's a good landing spot. I don't love it because their quarterback's crap, right? And they need to address that. And if they draft somebody in this class, that's not really going to help him right away. So, you know, I don't know that he flashes immediately year one, but as an overall landing spot, I like it. I think it's solid. I'll give it a three out of five. Raiders, um, you know, I like Carr. It remains to be seen who their coach is going to be. Uh, I definitely like Dan Campbell a bit. So that's that kind of is baked into the Lions. I, I like I like Carr better than I like Goff, obviously. Um, I also like I don't I don't think I don't buy into the too many mouths to feed kind of thing where I think the Raiders have a lot of average-ish weapons. You know, or maybe a little above average. You know, Waller obviously is high end, and Hunter Renfro broke out this year, but I, I don't think he's a game changing type of wide receiver. So, like, I, I I like the fit there too. Obviously, like I said, I like the fit anywhere. Um, if I knew who the Raiders coach was, and I had confidence in the scheme, then I would probably give it a four, but I don't, so I'm going to give it a three. So I know it sounds kind of like a yeah I know it sounds like I'm, I'll out. just add I'll just add like I did think about the Raiders a little bit I also thought the, thought about the Patriots for Olave, um, which I thought would be a really good fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only reason I didn't go with the Raiders is because I gave them a different wide receiver and I did a full you know, I mean you guys know I did a full uh, um, first round mock and I have Jahan right. Dotson going to them because I, I feel mm-hmm. like when when they lost Rugs they lost an integral part of their offense to be able to stretch the field. Um, and so I think they're probably more likely to add a guy that can get vertical and really, really help them um, stretch the field to make room for guys like Renfro to really play um, in that offense. So Jahan Dotson has that kind of speed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right on. OK, cool. That's a guy that we don't have on, on our list tonight, but I'm glad he was brought up because from what I'm hearing, he's sort of a late first round dynasty in a super flex dynasty 12 team draft you sort of late first early second is that right it'll just i mean it'll just depend on uh his landing yeah, spot i mean yeah. yeah and draft capital and i know kuiper likes him pretty well i, I heard him talking on about him on the podcast this right week so yeah. deep deep at wide receiver this this class yeah, is a is. lot of hate and I, yeah. I think it'll be you know if that happens how many year, and i think we'll have some good stuff this year how many years in a row are we going to say this about these wide receivers man it's like deep know, every, right? the last like what three years they've been yeah. this one have been like really really deep at wide receiver it's it's fun yeah. the next couple are really nice too so it's not yeah. like it's going to drop yeah. off although the next couple have better quarterbacks and running backs that's true yep. all right so let's move on to our next guy um poor poor jameson williams so wide receiver alabama uh, transferred from Ohio State, 6'2", 189 pounds, so just about the same size as Olave. Uh, 79 catches this year, 1,572 yards and 15 touchdowns. Stud production. Uh, this is really this was his breakout season. He didn't really play before this. Uh, declared for the draft, even though he tore his ACL in the bowl game, um, or the what was that, the championship game. Yeah. Yeah, so fortunate for him, it's going to be this is going to be a tricky one. Uh, Chad, let's start with you. I mean, I don't think it's tricky at all. I think he's the best wide receiver in the class. I love him. Really? I think he's going to go. I think he's going to go first. Um, and I have him going to Washington. 
which I would hate because I think he's going to be a ridiculous player at the next level, and I'm a Giants fan, so I would absolutely hate it. But I think him next to Terry McLaurin is going to be insane. Um, you know, I mean, you guys know I loved Waddle last year. Um, he's just another one of those kind of guys. Like, he's probably faster than Waddle, you know, uh, just pure speed, and and he's a good route runner. I mean, he's to me, he's got the the whole package. Uh, I don't I don't know that the dynasty community is kind of there with him yet they don't I haven't really seen a lot of people say that you know he's kind of their first or second favorite guy um but I know uh, I've, I've listened to a few of the the NFL scouts and they're they're where I am I mean uh I think and you can correct me if I'm wrong Mike but I think uh I think Kuyper and them have him like sixth as the sixth best player in the draft yeah um, they have him really high if it if they didn't they said if he didn't tear his ACL they'd have him at their wide receiver one this was um, this was Ragey this was Ragey Q's wide receiver one before the injury as well. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, ACL or not, I mean, I I don't care. Interesting. He's still, he's so even if he has to, even if he has to redshirt his his first year, yeah, I don't think he. No, I mean, I think he's just gonna, he's going to miss training camp miss in a couple that weeks. Day. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's going to play. I, yeah, but you can't you can't expect him just to automatically be an NFL wide receiver coming off that injury and with no camp and, you know, no reps. I mean, it's, it's, he might be healthy enough to play after a few weeks, but it's going to take him a while to get. I see. I think when you're talking about one of the best players in the draft, like literally one of the best players in the draft, which I think he is. um, I don't think that matters. I mean, you look at guys like Odell, when he came in the league, he missed the first four games and came in right away and just started lighting things up. I mean, it's possible if, if you're, if you're a blue chip player, you're a blue chip player, you're going to come in and produce. So you think he's, um, I think he's Od- that kind of guy. Odell level um, talent. Uh, I think as a prospect. Yeah. I mean, okay. you know, yeah, that's it's what hard I'm saying. To say, yeah. It's hard to say like anybody's going to be Odell, you know, right. As far as right. Odell that's not what that. I, yeah, that's not, what yeah. I, I, we don't know who any of these guys are going to be, but yeah, as far as prospect level talent. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, what did, what did Odell go like 11th or something in the, in the draft? I think he's more than capable of going, uh, going there in the draft. Hmm. Yeah. We're uh, getting some comments in the chat, and I'm 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 agreeing with it too. So Josh Dysinger said, you know, Jamison wide receiver one. Mike Kinney said, 22 second half breakout. Um, and said Acres just rolled back from Achilles in five months. HCL should be no prop. I I, I think that I, I I kind of agree with a lot of that to and to the point of these Alabama wide receivers are coming out and translating, you know, relatively quickly to the NFL. When you think of Smith. Um, Waddle, uh, you know, Judy, Judy doesn't have a quarterback. So if you can buy him low, I'm totally buying him low because their, their quarterback situation can't get any worse. So, um, I, I think these guys are coming out, you know, ready to go, obviously Ridley and, you know, just the plethora of wide receivers from Alabama as you know, I'll, I guess I'll roll into, uh, my landing spot here is I am going to the Patriots, um, at the end of the first round. I, I do think there's a good chance that, he drops and the Patriots get to benefit from the Alabama player, you know, dropping in the first round again. Um, I think it'd be really cool to pair him back up with Mac Jones. Um, but he, he does have a ridiculous, especially production profile. I, I'm, I'm looking at his game log here and he only had four games where he didn't have a touchdown in the regular season over 1500 yards on, you know, 79 receptions is just, just bonkers. And, you know, against Georgia in the SEC championship, he had over, 180 yards receiving and then you know naturally he gets injured in the national championship and i i really think that game would have been different if he would have stayed in it um 
and would have solid, solidified himself as the number one wide receiver of this class, whether the fantasy community or not, but NFL community, I think he would have been the first one off the board for sure. So I'll be anxious to see where he goes on draft night, but um, right now I, I could see him falling a little bit because of the injury. And I think him going to the Patriots to grow with Mac Jones would be awesome. No, Steve Gambino said New England's where wide receivers go to die. No, no, no. <laughs> this time the Patriots are going to get it right. Get a teammate. Let's go. I like it. I actually like Patriots as a landing spot. I really would have liked Olave if one of you guys would pick Patriots for him. Um, but I think Patriots are a good landing spot for any wide receiver. You know, at McDaniels is great offensive coordinator. Obviously, they're, they'll be playing for the Dark Lord, the Dark Emperor. Um, so that gives them an advantage right from the start, you know. And then I really like Mac Jones. So I think it's a great landing spot. Uh, I give that a four. So Pats are a four. I also really like um, WTF as a landing spot. Uh, <laughs> they uh, That's how I refer to them, by the way. That, Me until too. they get Me a too. name, they're yeah. WTF. WTF, um, yeah. I, Did you get their exactly, name in like two weeks or something like that? He's exactly the perfect compliment to McLaurin. You know, that's a great point by Chad. And I really have a lot of confidence in Rivera to bring bring a, a quarterback in. So, like, it's obviously not going to be Tyler Heineken again the, next year. We're either going to get a veteran or you know, a veteran that Rivera is comfortable with, or they're going to get a, a rookie and bring back somebody like Fit. Maybe they bring back Fitzmagic to, you know, to, to just either mentor him or just hold us over. And man, if you get, if you get Fitz, you know, slinging it to this guy, love it. <laughs> love it. You know, that, that it's sort of pie in the sky right now. Who the hell knows if they're going to bring him back or not. But I, I, like I said, I like Rivera's. I like the chances that he's going to upgrade quarterback position. So I could also give that a four. All right. Yeah. I thought yeah. one of those was going to give me a point. <laughs> Not looking good with only five uh, prospects left. Well, I mean, neither of them are perfect. If if the, if WTF already had their quarterback, then it would be a five. Because I just love yeah. the compliment to McLaurin. Uh, and it's a good offense. You know, it's a good offensive scheme. To be fair, I really like that, that, um, that Patriots uh, pick. And I actually have a different kind of, you know, explosive in his own right wide receiver going there. So I think, I think that is a good fit. I just, I just okay. can't see him falling that, that far um, personally, or I hope he doesn't, you know, I think he, I think he deserves to go high. All right, cool. Let's move on to possibly my favorite wide receiver in this entire draft. Uh, from what I've seen, this guy is just electric. He's got the size, he's got the moves, the route running, the speed, um, physical ability, Garrett Wilson from Ohio state. I know Dallas Hyder's not real high on him, uh, he kind of faded him on his first rookie rundown, but I, you know, I disagree. I love Garrett Wilson. I think that this guy, he's got X wide receiver written all over him. I haven't, I haven't gotten a chance to uh, watch the rookie rundown yet, but I am probably going to uh, catch that as soon as we're off here. So, I mean, if you haven't, if you guys haven't seen that yet and you just happen to be watching us first, go ahead and check that out because it's a good show. That was a few weeks ago that he did that particular show. The oh, last, yeah, the last thing was um, actually he was on, uh, he was on SmackDown 
with Kyle that's right Wright. they did i saw that one that's right they did the two classes yeah that was really good that was a lot yeah, that, that was, was a really fun good. exercise that was really good uh so mike uh yeah mike what do we what do we think about Gary? oh i'm sorry let me give you his stats so this year uh 70 catches 1058 yards 12 touchdowns uh last year 43 catches 723 yards six touchdowns um he is six foot, 188 pounds. Uh, plays bigger, in my opinion. But anyway, Mike, what do you think, and where do you think he's going? Yeah, no, Garrett Wilson, I think is is great. Obviously, complimenting with Chris Olave, two great weapons there at Ohio State to so still be able to break out. I think is freaking fantastic. Um, I love the landing spot of the LA Chargers, and that is that. At 17, Mike Williams doesn't get re-signed. Give me Garrett Wilson, Justin Herbert for life. He can continue to refine those route running skills with Keenan Allen, who I feel like is one of the best uh, in the NFL right now. And I'm just, I would just love to see him be attached to Justin Herbert for the next five years, if not ten, and going on. So, uh, yeah, give me Garrett Wilson at 17 to the LA Charges. All right, Chargers. Hmm. Chad, what do you think? Give, tell me what you think about Garrett Wilson, what you know about his skill set, and uh, where you'd like to see him go. Yeah, I think he's um, you know, he's good in the quick game, really, really good in the quick game. Um, the kind of guy you want the ball in his hands. Um, pretty good. Uh, he gets pretty good, you know, separation almost immediately. Um, you know, run after the catch is good. He's good in in, in small spaces. Um, He's just a, I mean, he's just a good, savvy kind of football player. Um, and uh, I am really, really, really excited that uh, you love him so much because I actually have him going to, and I think the perfect fit is uh, your Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. I did not expect this to come out. <sighs> uh, judge, sir, that is pandering to the judge. I don't, <laughs> I don't appreciate oh, I mean, this. this. This hurts in the chat. This is this is gross. This hurts. This this is this is telling me that we're really we really are giving up on Rager, huh? You got to man. After this year, like he doesn't want to be a football player, man. He doesn't want to do it. So you think the Eagles are going to take a wide receiver in the first round three years in a row? You've got got you've got to get your guys. You got to get your guys. I mean, deep. It's a deep class, though. Yeah. I, I know, but I mean, if you're not going to take a quarterback, which I think they're pretty locked into keeping Hurts right now, mm. I mean that's their biggest need outside of maybe corner. Um, but I think the best corner on the on the board is gone by by the time they pick. So mm. um, I think they go for the you know just good football player. Uh, There'll be an know. amazing linebacker from Georgia on the board. And I think I think that also takes the um, I think that also takes the uh, the pressure away from Rager, where he doesn't maybe have to be a star wide receiver. He can be a little bit more gadgety. Um, and not have to worry about, and maybe stretch the field a bit, and not have to really because that's the one thing that um that that uh Wilson struggles with too is just you know he's not going to get a lot of those lateral um uh, uh I mean a lot of those vertical looks all the time um mm-hmm. you know you want him in the quick game so if you have Devonta Smith and and him coming in the quick game and getting those underneath things and have Rager you know stretching the 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 defense a little bit I, I think that's perfect I think Rager would. I think Rager might be a little better out of the slot, actually. Might take some pressure off of him. Um, 
Yeah, I like it. I like the fit. I like the fit. So if Hertz is there, I like the fit for the Eagles as a team. As far as fantasy, I, I would hate that because it's this is going to remain as long yeah. as Hertz is the starter, this is going to remain a low volume passing attack. You know, and you've already got Devontae Smith and Goddard eating up targets. Uh, and it's a run first offense as long as Hertz is there. So yeah. I mean, if we're you know, if attempts. we're talking fantasy, I'll send everything to the Chiefs and the Chargers, and we'll just yeah. I, I hear I hear what you're saying. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. As as a team fit, I I like it a lot. You know, I I definitely think it's what the Eagles could use if they're going to use their picks on players. You know, in on rookie players in the draft. So, um, I'm gonna write down my score here real quick, and then I'm I'm gonna all right. So I'm gonna give Chargers a five because it's an amazing fit, right? Uh, Garrett Wilson on the other side of Keenan Allen is awesome. I love it. I love Herbert. Uh, I, you know, young players that'll grow together. And I agree that I think Mike Williams will probably walk. I think they'll probably, they, they probably won't be able to resign him. He's going to get a lot of money. No, I'm pretty sure the chargers have the most cap space. If, if not oh, really? the top five mm-hmm. teams. Okay. So if they, they realistically, yeah. they could get Mike Williams. Which they could. Honestly, well, they could also suck. But, they could re-sign him and also draft this guy to be Keenan Allen's replacement. But, I'd be really happy with that, too. Yeah, he'd be a big upgrade over Guyton, but then all the Palmer believers yeah. would be like, Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> so. whatever. Whatever with that guy. He was an – he went, what did he go in the second last year? He was overdrafted by a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he went in the second, yeah. Yeah, I, I hear you. Josh is saying shots fired at Raker stands. I hear you. I'm the biggest one, and it, it hurts my feelings. I mean, I, even I'm coming around to the fact that I don't – he's just I – mean, his dad played on He's the Broncos, so like I want him to succeed as much as anyone. So. Yeah, Monty Rager funny. played for the Eagles too. Oh. I love yeah. I loved Monty yeah. Rager. He's a hell of a defensive tackle. His son doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> anyway, um, so what I all right, so I give the Eagles a four because I think he's an excellent fit football wise. <laughs> what you gave the you gave the point, Mike. Jesus. You went to the all I know. I want to get I need two there, Jesse. Jeez. Well he's gonna He's gonna lose a point because I sent a, I sent a wide receiver to the Chargers as well. Uh, okay. Well, there's another five out there. Oh, anyway, with the two left, yeah, there's no way I'm winning this game. All right, so next week on the uh, no, I'm just kidding. So I want to remind you guys that this time last year, Howie Roseman said the same thing about Carson Wentz that he just said about Jalen Hurts, and then traded him, and insisted that he wasn't going to trade him until he did. All right, and so. I fully believe that trading Jalen Hurts is on the table. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying that Howie Roseman even knows it's going to happen or not, but he's going to explore every opportunity to upgrade a quarterback. That I can guarantee. I don't think we're going to take a rookie. The the Q, two QB crap already bit him in the ass once. If they're either going to go with Hurts or going to, they're going to trade Hurts and one or two of those firsts for, you know, Russ or Aaron Rodgers or Sean Watson, or if another veteran shakes loose, hope hope the hell we don't get. I just don't want Cousins. If anything in the world, I just would rather go with Hurts than Cousins. Uh, so that's what I think is going to happen with the Eagles. Um, I think we'll end up getting a quarter a veteran quarterback and have one first round pick. But what you hope is going to happen with the Eagles? Okay, right. <laughs> what I think and hope are the same thing. <laughs> uh. So anyway, they're therefore, um, but that's what I think will happen with the Eagles. We'll say if if fantasy wise, that's yeah, that's a rough not landing good. spot for Garrett yeah, Wilson. Not good. 
Yeah. <clears throat> All right, cool. Let's move on to the next guy. Drake London from USC. Now, this is a this is a big boy. Mm-hmm. 6'5", 210, 88 catches, 1,084 yards, seven touchdowns. Um, definitely his breakout year. It looks like he only had about 500 yards and five touchdowns last year. So uh, he did this he got, in he eight got, games. Too. Yeah, I was I was about to he ask did it in eight games. games. Yeah. I think oh, fractured okay. his ankle. Gotcha. <clears throat> oh, this year, right? So he's coming yeah. off a fractured ankle. I mean, yeah, he was he was in line. He was on pace to win the Blitnikoff. I mean, he was he was probably. I mean, not probably. He was the best wide receiver in the nation before he got hurt. Mick Ultra, anyway, just nice. nice. <laughs> So awesome, and and from what I read, that he'll be fully recovered by like mini camps. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. So, uh, real quick, truly did not respond to our sponsorship requests, so I'm going with Mick Ultra. Uh, yeah, I, I decided Organic I was going to go with the small breweries and see if they would take uh, our request. So I'm um, uh, I'm drinking an Einstock, which is an Icelandic white ale. Um, nice yeah brewed in iceland so we'll reach out and see if we can get a sponsorship there you know all right we'll we'll talk to firecock see if he can get us in, get us an in <laughs> <laughs> i like white ales by the way it's a good choice yeah man it's good stuff i'll look for it is it something you just did did you just find it in the in the regular liquor store or did you have to like i mean i've been drinking it for a while we have a grocery store uh here called heb they you know have crazy amounts of uh different craft beers and stuff like that um and yeah they they carry they carry this all the time they have like a black ale white ale all kinds of stuff cool shout out heb we like you guys too yeah hey (laughs) shout out as many brand names as we care as many companies as we can oh man if we got sponsored by heb holy smoke (laughs) well two of us live in texas so we'll see i know i know i live right next Uh, to one so all right drake london let's go drake london chad yeah. Tell, us, right. tell so, us what you know about him um, so physically, Drake, skill sets. Drake London is, man, everything about him just screams Mike Evans. Just seems, I mean, he screams prime Mike Evans. Like, he's mm. so, so good at what he does. He's a big guy. He plays big. He's athletic. I mean, he's just, he's, he's, I mean. He looks like probably, him on the field, too. Yeah, yeah. Like I he mean, moves like him. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he's Mike Evans. Like, you look at him, you're like, that's Mike Evans. Um, and Mike Evans was my, I mean, Mike Evans came out with a lot of players, right? Like Odell, um, who else? Uh, Par- uh Carolina Panthers guy. What's his name that didn't quite pan out? Uh, Marshall. Wait, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. In the uh, same draft class. Uh, he went uh, like, I think the first wide receiver off the board, um, Benjamin. Um, yeah, but Benjamin Odell, um, there was a lot of good wide receivers that year. And, and, and Mike Evans is always my favorite guy coming out of that class oh, as Calvin a prospect. Benjamin. Yeah. Retired. Um, yeah, retired. Retired, retired. tight end. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, shout out to him. Uh, and he, so I, I love, I love Drake London, probably my second favorite player in the draft. Uh, why, I mean, when it comes to wide receiver behind, uh, Williams, but, uh, I have him going to the Chargers. I think he's going to be perfect on the other side of Keenan Allen. Um, he's, he's going to play big. And who do you want throwing, to that kind of wide receiver um, that's better than, than, than Justin Herbert. I mean, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. like that to me, that's the perfect fit. Um, so that's where I see him going. Yeah. Love it. 
Yeah, that's a really good fit if Mike Williams isn't there. I feel yeah. like he is the perfect kind of yeah. replacement. Even if he is, could you imagine having two of those monsters on the field at the same oh, time? Oh, gosh. And then yeah. just have Allen just eating it up in the slot. Like, don't even <laughs> – yeah, don't even just worry throw the about, ball every. Don't play. even worry about drafting <laughs> a tight end, guys. Like you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll oh, just God. have Eckler, Eckler coming out, out the back, back field? and oh, yeah, that would be so much fun to watch as a Broncos yeah. fan, though. AFC West, like that would completely suck. But from a fantasy <laughs> perspective, yeah, that would be a great thing to watch. Yeah. Literally, no, just, if, just, if that did happen, like if he went to the Chargers, like I could see a world where, depending on the other landing spots, like he ends up like I pick him first or second off the board. Like that's how much I love him. If, yeah. if he went to the Chargers like that, I mean, yeah, that would be the ultimate landing too. spot for me. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and take your five. So I'll do my uh, crappy, <laughs> uh, thing here. But no, I'm a I'm a sucker for big, big body, good production, wide receivers. Right. Um, coming off the injury, I think has me, you know, a little bit worried almost because like, I don't know, I feel like I would prefer an ACL or an Achilles <laughs> at this point over stuff with ankles and foots and things like that, which seems to drag on, especially in season with a lot of people. But anyway, I, I know Mel Kuyper is insane about London. Like he loves him as a prospect. Um, so as far as my landing spot for him, uh, I have him going to Detroit um, in the late first. So very vanilla compared to the chargers, but I would love to see um, a big body type to be able to get there. Cause I, I don't think Amon Ra should be the main guy. Um, I, I think he's a good complimentary piece, but I don't think he's the alpha mm-hmm. there, uh, despite his flashes at the end of the season. So, um, yeah, so give me him to the Lions and uh, put me back down by three or more points, Jesse. No. In a surprise twist, I am actually going to bump that up to a four because – no, you, can, you don't have to mute yourself, Mike. You can laugh. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm about to eat, so I don't want to hear people. Oh, okay. I hear my munching. <laughs> Mike has no problem laughing into the mic at me. So. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I actually think he's a better fit than Alave in Detroit. I, I think he's a better compliment to Amon Ra. So, because, I, 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 well, I just love Drake London. So, I'm giving you a four, Chargers a five. You know, man, I love him with Herbert. Might be a six or seven. Yeah, it might be actually. We'll see. I'm back down to back, back down to three, like I said. So there's no surprise twist. That's what I said was going to happen. Jesse, we, Jesse you twist. can make you make the rules, right? So I mean, if you want to give that a six, nah, give it a six. You know, nah, what I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't bring myself. <laughs> but I will say, like, this is the guy I want. It, like, if the Eagles were going to draft a wide receiver, this is the guy I would want. So he's he's. Again, a really perfect complement to what we already have. You know, we, I think perfect complement to what nobody, most teams Nobody have. picked the Eagles, Jesse. We're not, nobody's talking about the Eagles anymore. Yeah, Eagles we are. are done. No, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, let's move on. Actually, well, I have Drake London as my number two in this class, by the way. Nice. So in a, in a very talented, very deep class, I have him as number two. Uh, all right, let's move on to who a lot of people have as their number one in this class. Uh, Traylon Burks, wide receiver, Arkansas, 6'3", 225, another big boy. This year he had 66 catches, 1,104 yards, 11 touchdowns. Uh, last year, 51 catches, 820 and 7. And then, well, we won't go through the year before. 
Mike, let's start with you. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. So, don't remember where we're going. So, Mike, let's go you, with you. Yeah, you, you got to kind of caveat, I feel like, with the consensus wide receiver one here because he's in that mind, I feel like, with a lot of the fantasy side of the house, but definitely not with the NFL side of the house. A lot of people yeah. have him as wide receiver what, five or six. It's, it's interesting. It I'm curious to see if we have another DK Metcalf kind of fiasco on our hands because I love Traylon Burks as well. I love his size. I love his speed. You look at some of his his – some of his best games, except for his game against Georgia, came against, you know, best competition. Against Alabama, he had eight receptions for 179 yards. Like, he smoked my Aggies, six for 167 yards. Okay, he, uh, he he's just big boy, big old fast boy, and I couldn't even name who the Arkansas Razorback quarterback is. So, uh, to have him doing that in the FCC, especially against some of the competition uh, that they have there, is is super impressive. Um, he, he's my number one as it stands right now too, but I'm really curious to see if he even goes in the first round. I don't want to drop him if he doesn't, but um, I'm, I'd love to see where he goes. As far as my fit, hopefully this puts me back up uh, on the board. I'm going to Arizona at pick 23. I think Nuke is on his last leg. He's obviously not as there, and there's nobody really as big and physically opposing um, on Arizona. Uh, Kirk is a free agent uh, this year. So, and then you got, you know, mini me, Rondale Moore uh, running around here, there, which Arizona doesn't seem to know how to use. So there's some, you know, uncertainty there with, with the offense. I know people are worried about Kyler and stuff at this point too. Um, I, I would love to see him in Arizona, give, give him someone that's a foot taller than Kyler that he can throw the ball to. So uh, give me Traylon Burks in Arizona. Nice. All right. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I, I, something tells me Rondell Moore wasn't quite ready from a, just a football preparedness standpoint this year, and things are going to open up for him. I, I If anybody knows how to use a player like that, I feel like it's Kingsbury, right? I don't know. I honestly don't believe I mean, in Kingsbury, to be honest. I think – I mean, he needs to be they, – need, they need to watch a lot of uh, 49ers tape and use him like they use Debo. Um, that's a good that's point. That's the kind of player he is. That's a yeah. good point. All right, uh, Chad, what do you think about Traylon Burks? Um, Traylon Burks is a, I mean, dynamic player. Like, if, if you just turn on his his highlights, you're like, man, this guy should be wide receiver one, right? But, you know, just quite doesn't pan out that way. Just not not a lot of separation um, on routes, I think, is, like, the biggest thing. You, you, you watch a lot of his tape. And, I mean, not even his tape. Like, I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't really watched a lot of tape, but I've watched his games. I mean, he just doesn't right. look like he gets a ton of, you know, separation on routes. Um, and, you know, that can just – while while he's athletic enough to maybe overcome that in the NFL, like it's still a huge risk because that's like one of the things that, you know, seems like it kills a lot of good wide receiver prospects coming out of college. Um, you know, okay. you even look at your, your you know, bigger wide receivers like Kenny Galladay and you're like, man, this guy can't get separation. And usually that works, but if he ends up in the wrong offense and, you know <laughs> – like uh, like we saw this year. Yeah, it, it does. The wrong quarterback that won't trust that kind of wide receiver, he's dead. Yeah, you know. So it's it's just one of those things. Like I, I mean, I can see it going really well. I can also see it going really poorly. Um, so I, I like him though. I like him. I like him as a football player. I think he's probably my fourth favorite. Um, right now. I mean, of course, it's still really early, but um, I have him going to New England. 
you know, I, I think that, uh, at least in, in the beginning of his, uh, um, NFL career, you know, just finding different ways to get the ball in his hands and, and letting his athleticism work for him. Um, I think that's something that Mac Jones is smart enough to be able to do and just take what's given to you. Um, and uh, let him do, you know, some of the hard work for you. And I, I just, if, if somebody can, you know, get something out of him in that offense, it's going to be them. They don't have anybody who's going to step in and, and you know, command a, a number one wide receiver spot. So he's not going to have much competition there. Man, um, you so say, and that just makes me think Nikhil Harry 2.0, and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> so, well, he's, 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 not. he's much more, he's not, he's not the same kind of player though. Like he's, he's yeah. much, much, much more athletic. Um, it's not the same kind of player but, as Nikhil Harry. But I mean, Nikhil Harry was a, he was, he had the separation issues too, from what I yeah, but it's, what it's I different. In college, it's so. different though. Like uh, like Nikhil Harry had yeah. obviously not as physically imposing as Burks. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, I, Burks Burks is is going to be able to find ways to get the ball, but um, you know, yeah, just one of those things. I want to shout out real quick. <laughs> we have Maddie Daddy presents in chat. Uh, believe that's our boy Maddie Big Chess. So if that's Maddie oh, Big Chess, nice. welcome, buddy. Hey. Welcome. Love to What's have up, you, man? man. Thank you for being in our chat. Uh, let me ask you guys this about Traylon Burks. If he, if he's, I think, I think the combine is going to be huge for him. He's yeah. he's a traits guy, right? So if he runs a sub four four forty, don't you think at that size, uh, you know, six three two twenty five, I think a team's going to take him in the first round. Yeah, I, I I don't think yeah, be I, number one if he crushes it, but yeah, I think more in the back end of the first, I think someone will be. Yeah, I think that's that. probably safe. I think I mean I think he could go anywhere from you know fifteen to you know middle of round two. Like you just don't know. Yeah, you know the NFL just see the NFL just seems, and it's still so early. Like things change drastically by the by the time the draft gets around, but it just doesn't seem like any of the NFL guys really love him. Um, the yeah. way that some of the dynasty guys uh, love him. It's just, you know, it's just one of those things. We'll just wait and see. And like we'll you said, the combine, combine can make a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that, oh, shoot, I lost my thought. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So combine will be huge for him. Uh, yeah. I, it worries me. Any guys, guys that don't have a good release or can't get open. Um, worry me. It reminds me a bit of, say, Corey Davis, Devontae Parker, you know, bigger guys that didn't, couldn't really make it work the first couple of years. Um, Amari Cooper a little bit. Uh, although I think a lot of his stuff was concentration and sort of being a knucklehead because he still, like, he still made some really big plays early in, early in his career with the Raiders. But, you know, he may be like a late bloomer kind of guy or he may be a complete bust, uh, but he worries me. Or he may be a DK Metcalf guy that comes out and his physical traits are so imposing that he just destroys the NFL. So huge I could I could be wrong. Right. I don't think he's going to test like DK. You don't I mean, think I could so? be wrong. I don't, I don't think. I mean, DK. Well, is, DK is such a monster. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just looking at that guy, nobody. I mean, I, I could like be, like I said, I could, I could be wrong. I just. I mean, what DK did at the at the combine. Other than that, three cone was was pretty insane. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I gave Arizona a five, Mike, and yes. the Pats are a four. So got you got a point, point back. back. Yay! He's just trying to make the show interesting at this point. <laughs> now we get to the most boring <laughs> position to see if <laughs> go down to the flame of glory, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So last but not least. Kicking it off on high note. Yeah, as as far as I know, we've got a two-player kind of dynasty outlook at this draft at tight end. Um, Crap. First one being Trey McBride from Colorado State. Uh, 6'4", 260, big boy, 90 catches, 1,121 yards, and a touchdown. This was his breakout year. He's a senior. Uh, Colorado State. Do you know anything about him, Mike? I I don't know a ton about him, but uh, he was pretty much the focal point of their entire offense <laughs> this year. So um, yeah. I, I think his stats show as much with his 90 catches. That's pretty impressive at the college level for a tight end. So, um, But at, at the end of the day, obviously a lot less talent. I don't. Oh, they played Iowa. That was the one ranked opponent they played all year. So, um, and lost by 10. So, um, but yeah, as, as far as for him, I think, I, I think he's a pretty impressive, uh, tight end prospect. Like you can't down his production at all. Like, is he going to be like a second round rookie pick? I, I don't think so. Maybe back of the first, I'm curious. I have no idea where these tight ends are going to go in this class. I feel like so. I think he's a little later. I think he's projected to be a little later. Yeah, yeah, we'll see what kind of draft capital he gets. But I think he's got good size, good speed. Obviously, he's got good, you know, um, counting stats for him. So as as far as landing spot, I I have him going to Jacksonville. Um, I'd just like to see more weapons for Trevor. I think, uh, you know, Dan Arnold was someone that Urban Meyer kind of wanted. But I'd like to see a... A tight end, especially one that can, you know, block a little bit, but also receive uh, there with there to keep Trevor upright and hopefully have a bounce back uh, campaign in 2022. So uh, for McBride, for me, I'm going to have him going to Jacksonville. Okay, cool. Jacksonville. Chad, can you sell me on Trey McBride a little better? Uh, no, I can't. I haven't watched a ton of them. <laughs> okay. right on. Honestly, I haven't really paid it, paid much attention to him. Um, but I'll just give you my landing spot. I have him going to the Giants. Giants. Oh, yep. Okay. Ingram moving on. Yep. Is he a free agent? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a he's a unrestricted free agent. And uh, yeah, there's yeah, no they're they're ready. Back. They're ready to move on from him. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, from what I understand, is he's a he's a less complete tight end than the other guy we're going to talk about in a moment, Jalen Weidermeyer, Weidermeyer. Uh, but he's a better receiver. So yeah. who knows with these guys, I'm just going to grade the landing spot. Uh, Jacksonville, I see is a little better than the giants. Uh, so I have Jacksonville as a three and the giants a two because the giants, I, we don't even know who their coach is going to be. We don't know who the Jacksonville's coach is going to be either, but I don't, I guess I like Jacksonville's quarterback a little better. So I'll give it an extra point. Boom. Shots fired, Chad. So exciting. I mean, is, their quarterback hasn't played better yet, so. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. But I like him. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's see All the right, last one. Yeah, Wiedermeyer. So, AM, you guys better know about this guy. Uh, 6'5", 255, 40 catches, 550 yards, and four touchdowns. Half the production, but for I understand, a little more of a complete player can actually block. Uh, Chad first all right so yeah playmaker playmaker needs to be in a spread offense in my mind he's i mean 
great hands. Uh, not the most, you know, explosive guy in the world, but, you know, you know, really, really, really good route runner um, for a tight end, I think, especially one coming out of college. Um, you know, just a versatile guy that I think can be an asset to a lot of different kinds of teams. Um, but I would love to see him, like I said, in, in a spread offense. Um, and I, when I think of a team that desperately needs a tight end, maybe can make the wide receivers that they have work for now um, and has a quarterback, I think the best spot for him, I think, to have some immediate success would be Arizona. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. You with Earth? How, is, is Ertz on as the last year of the deal there after the trade, or does he? Have I think he might have an option. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, interesting. I mean, if if Ertz if Ertz at this age can do what he's doing in that offense, imagine this guy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, who's who? The hell is Max Williams again? He was lighting <laughs> it up for them. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. No, I, I like what what Chad said about. Uh, I'm not sure if it's Wiedemeyer or Weidemeyer, so uh, forgive me for that. Um, but my have first you, have act- you heard his name while you were at games? Yeah, you're- <laughs> I, yeah, I did, and I don't remember. I was gonna say so- this guy literally lives in College Station, like and works at the school, and doesn't know one of their top prospects coming. Well, I'm sorry. Okay, all I do remember though is the first game I went to in the season. I was like on row seven in the end zone, and they were doing warm ups, and I saw him catching doing routes and doing his warm-ups and he's ginormous like he is huge he was like a man among boys there um and the aggie passing offense was anemic with their backup quarterback so i wouldn't look too much at his counting stats to be completely honest i think he's a lot better than what he saw with the better quarterback i think he could have been more in the 70 to 80 uh reception range this last year so if that pushes him down hey uh, I'll, I'll take it. I, he's he's my tight end one in the class for me, um, as is right now. Um, but as far as landing spot goes, I'd love to see him in Cincinnati and just make that offense just mm. blow blow open the doors. Uh, I don't think Uzoma's really it. He's he's not as exciting. Granted, there is the whole mouth to feed uh, narrative there with you know Higgins and Chase and Boyd, and then you add a tight end to the mix, but. Hey, if Uzoma can be relevant, then I think Jalen can be relevant. And they're going to run the ball a a decent amount, too, with Mixon there. But I I know they run a faster-paced offense. Uh, You you check me on that. I I feel like they do uh, compared to a lot of the other. I like that um, fit a lot, uh, you know, more the NFL side. Um, But I really like that fit. Yeah. I I, I think it could be be one of the best offenses um, if they kind of get that last piece of the puzzle. So. Could be fun, and I don't feel like they have to burn a whole lot of draft capital to get them. So, Chad, quit while you're ahead, my friend. <laughs> talking me out of my talking me out of my score. I mean, I I honestly like the I like I think the Arizona uh, landing spot is just as good for real world football and better for dynasty. If I'm just you know making you, my well, you, I think you did a better you did a really good job selling me on Arizona. You know, you gave me a really good reason why he would be good in Arizona, and that's that he needs to be in a spread offense, and obviously that's what they run. Um, so I really like, you know, I really like your argument there. Mike, good argument as well. Uh, definitely think he's a good replacement for uh, Uzuma. Uzuma. <laughs> Uzuma? Uzuma? <laughs> United States Military Academy? No. <laughs> who's, who's your mama? 
Championship. Oh man, I miss that guy. <laughs> I do. Well, I think that was the Who first spans, like I think it was the first football Zada? card I ever had. TJ Usman Zada. The really? first football card I ever had as a kid. Yeah, for sure. All right, so Arizona's a five, and Cincy is a four. Oh, yes. I'll take it. I believe that's going to give Chad the win. I bow right. Chad. First Stop. win of the Dynasty War games. Good job. Thank you, man. You know, I'd like to say you put up a tough fight, but, you know. <laughs> there were a couple I might have had to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for your honesty, Jesse. <laughs> All right, so uh, Chad, we now have a bonus question. All right, right. so this is this is something we're going to do tonight. We might not always do, but for a an extra half point in the overall standings, Mm -hmm. I want you to give me. This is going to be multiple choice. All right. Who is the best landing spot for running back Zach Charbonnet? I want you to tell me a little bit about him, uh, you know, where he went to school, what kind of player he is, and then I'll give you the three landing spots and you can pick one. First, I want to say this is a loaded question since Chad loves him so much. Jesse, <laughs> Jesse knew that Chad was going to win the game tonight. So this doesn't get much. Yeah, this is total collusion. Memphis, please come in. <laughs> Spoiler um, alert! One of my favorite players in the class. Give me the well. give me the spots because I already know I already know about him. Um, so it's not. Well, yeah, but I want to hear. About I want you to tell. No, me no, no. I know, I know. But give me the spot so I can think about it while I'm while I'm while okay. I'm talking. <laughs> Buffalo, Philly, or Seattle. And I don't want you to consider my bias. <laughs> That's bias. As I say, yeah. my team. <laughs> yeah. So. Gosh. Okay. Let me just talk about him. Okay. So, um, he's a good freaking football player. (laughs) He's just a good football player, man. Like you watch him, he's big. He's, uh, you know, he's pretty explosive. He runs super hard. Um, well, first off he plays for UCLA, right? We know, we know that. Um, uh, he's, I mean, Gosh, he's just he's just a good football player. When I, whenever you talk about guys that are just good football players, like you watch him, you're like, that's the guy I want in the game. Like he's a he's he can be a three down back. Yeah, I mean he like he might be my favorite. Like if I'm not talking about you know who I think is the best prospect, he might be my favorite player in the draft. Like he's so fun to watch. Hmm. Um, he's gonna he looks like like you're gonna need help every play taking this guy down. Um, but he doesn't look slow. You know, he doesn't look uh, um, labored like maybe some people think David Montgomery looks. He looks like what David Montgomery would be if he was, you know, you know two tiers better, in my opinion. Okay. Um, like, I just I just love everything about him. And I think he's going to be able to catch the ball um, coming out of the backfield. I don't think he has, you know, bricks for hands or anything like that. Um, he doesn't really have the experience. Um, but I don't like, I don't, I don't think you can, I don't think it's fair to hit guys with the, you know, they don't do it a lot in their offense. So they're not good at it. thing. I think he can be good at it. Um, I just think it's one of those things he hasn't had to do a lot of. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, when he, when he transferred over to UCLA, I was excited. And I think you were doing what, like a campus to Canton or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was. I was drafting, and I was like beating, beating the 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 freaking table for him. I was like, draft Zach Charbonnet, 
draft him, draft him. Like he, he's going to do so well in that offense over at UCLA. Um, but I mean, I, you could just see it before, even before he transferred, uh, from Michigan, he, he just, he looks like a good football player. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, gosh, right on. Yeah. I know I've seen highlights of him. I've seen YouTube stuff of him and I I just, I love the way he looks. He's really super smooth. He's so fun. Yeah. And super smooth. Um, at times will invite contact and just smash people and at times can just get right around a guy like real quick and easy, you know, not flashy. Love him. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not like actually the biggest guy in the world is a thing. Like it's, it's really odd. Like he, he just runs, looks... he runs with some, some angry power though. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. He's just, a, he's just like, that's, I just keep saying it. Like he's just fun to watch. Um, I, I he's my he's my third favorite back in the I mean I he's my third favorite prospect in the class as far as running backs go, hmm. um, and I think that you know most people are not going to well I guess he he announced he's going back so he would have been my third favorite. Oh, he's um, not coming out this year. No, he's not coming out. Oh, he's not coming out. Ouch! That is a shot to my camp can canvas to Canton. Yeah, yeah. He's he he decided to go back. Um, I think it was like last week or something. Uh, well, next year I'll it. have a lot of guys. Yeah. Um, gosh, man, that's a tough question. I, you know, I guess you're inviting me to say Philly, right? Is that what you're? No, I don't. I don't want you to consider my bias. Okay, that could absolutely be. It could be a red herring. Who knows? Okay. Um, I actually really like the Seattle fit. Um, I think you know that he's their kind of back. Uh, the Chris Carson kind of back, but I think he's he's going to be quite a bit more. Uh, um kind of explosive at the point of contact. Um, I, I I mean, I think he's a good fit for that offense. Now, granted, if Russ leaves, like maybe I changed my answer, right? Yeah. But, but for what we know now. Yeah, but for what we know now, like I, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be good in that offense. Boom. So extra half point for Chad. That is my favorite landing spot for Charbonnet, by the way. I'd love to see him in Seattle. You know, I'd, Rashad Penny looked great at the end of the year, but he's never going to stay healthy. Um He's definitely got a, a limited shelf life, and Carson may never play again. I don't know if Carson's ever going to be relevant again. So I, I love Charbonnet there as the future in Seattle. Uh, they may have to wait a year, and in another year, Penny and, and Carson are going to be extra done, so they'll be starving for him. Love that landing spot. Chad with a win and a half tonight. Killing it. Amazing. Killing it. Amazing. All right, I don't gentlemen. even get a chance, bogus. <laughs> <laughs> but there hey, is if, a you win. Want, if you want, I'll give you a chance at losing half a win. Mike. No, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> but as a win for the entire uh, Dynasty Wargame crew, this might be our shortest podcast we have ever done. So, uh, are we done? Yeah, yeah. I think Mike has to go. Yeah, uh, okay. We're cutting it okay. off here. Yeah, I, this is oh, this is okay. pretty impressive. This is pretty impressive. We're cutting it off at what under an hour? I know. That's what I'm saying. This is. Hey, it's good stuff. Good right stuff. on, gentlemen. Right on. <laughs> Jesse's like, no, right. I want to talk some more. <laughs> I have a couple of I wanted to talk about. <laughs> That's all right. I'll save it for next week. This is this is kind of evergreen. You want? Yeah. Or, there, there there always been yeah, I mean, is it a trade that's really driving you or something like that? Or well, yeah, I, I made a trade with uh Audis, who's a good friend of yours. And uh all right, let's do it. Come on, one trade, Jesse. All right, so all right, what do you think? So it was it was Sanders and Boston Scott and, jo- and Jordan Howard for Zeke. I got Zeke. 
So what do we think about, you know, those two guys going forward versus each other? Say say that again. It's Boston Uh, Scott, Miles Sanders, and what? And Jordan Jordan Howard. The Philly backfield. So So Miles Sanders. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, Sanders for Z. You know, I threw those guys in and didn't care about it. Yeah, I mean, you're you're obviously, you know, competing, right? Yes. I think you're going to be competing. I have – yeah, I, I'm hoping to. You know, I have Derrick Henry and some other good assets, some good quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, I like it. If you're saying one more go, I mean, I'm so, I'm so out on Miles Sanders right now. Yeah. Like maybe that's He's like, frustrating. yeah. There's a there's a few leagues where I'm just keeping him because I'm whenever I'm like really out on a guy, I'm just like, man, I'm just gonna keep you know, maybe one share or two shares or something just to, um, you know, kind of the just in case and because you're not really going to get much for him i think that's a pretty good yeah. return i'm um, always i'm always trying to hold a guy like that until like till he builds up some value yeah if exactly a, if i get a trade of a guy that i think can be relevant next year i'll take that i know people view zeke as you know having lost the step i don't know if that's true or if he was playing through an injury this year but i think he's definitely got another year in him yeah, and I mean I, he's he's a productive uh dynasty running back still. Six or seven yeah. running back this year. So yeah. and and Miles Sanders has one year left in Philly at best. I don't know that he's even gonna get the chance to be the guy next year, but if he does, he better blow up or he's gone because it's his last year, you know, on his on his rookie deal. Sanders is disappointing because I feel like when he was healthy, he was good, but for mm-hmm. whatever reason they don't trust him at the goal line and they trust the other ones there. And then Hertz also takes the goal line stuff too. So if Hertz is gone, I think that would be a lot better for Sanders to be completely honest. And I'd like to see his usage there, but I just, I can't be confident in the usage that they had. With yeah, and, then they, and then they went the and drafted Gainwell, right? So that tells yeah. you what they think about him. Like, right. Yeah, and and even with Gainwell, his usage got weird too, because when Sanders got hurt, you thought it was going to be a Gainwell breakout game. And then. Well, know, that's like, when the offensive philosophy changed, and Gainwell didn't fit what they were doing. They were starting yeah, to run a, pow- a power yeah, gap scheme. Yeah, so I, I, I got to be honest. As much as I love Sanders, I, I like I like at least the certainty of knowing what I'm getting with Zeke. Like, sure, yeah. Pollard's there to spell him, but like Zeke is still Zeke. So yeah, I hate having Zeke without Pollard. I, I actually immediately re- reached out to the um, the Pollard owner and asked him what he wanted. Yeah, God, Pollard's a football player, man. I love him. Yeah, I love yeah. Him too. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to be a lead back. I don't know if he can handle it. I hope he. I hope he does somewhere, man. Like yeah. he's. I think he's better than you know. I would say a good like, and this is just off the top of my head. Me bullshit, or I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but uh, me BSing a little bit, but uh, yeah, just no f bombs. Yeah, of course not. Um, but yeah, me messing around a little bit, and just off the top of my head, like you know, better than probably like thirty percent of the backs in the NFL. Like he's. I think he can. I think he can start a lot of different places in the league today. Yeah, I don't think yeah, he'd be I, a good fit. I love getting him from you last offseason, Chad, for Mike Davis. That was a that was one I really. Yeah, watched. well, you know, I was in a in a win now win now thing, and you know, Mike Davis was a thing. I got him for a Debbie oh. last offseason. I got him for a <laughs> Debbie depleted second, which I thought was a steal. Oh, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, man. yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. No, but overall, good, good trade. I like it, especially if you're how do you team. how do you remember a Tony Pollard trade a year later? Like, 
<laughs> I think that's the, that had... the only one I did. And that was my yeah. only Mike Davis share. Oh too, my so. gosh. I made like I made like four trades this week and I don't even remember those. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chad. When I like beat you in the championship, I'm just gonna dance on your grave oh, until gosh. the next <laughs> the next Whatever. year. If I can't win in this show. I'll just have to bring up old stuff. So, yeah. Later. Well, congrats on your first ever championship. It's shut up. Awesome. It's my third. All right, my third. <laughs> I won Patreon two last the year before last. Okay, before this year. So. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Excellent podcast. Excellent time. I, I had a blast. So I want to before we go real quick, just give a shout out to all the guys in chat and thank you guys, Mike Kinney, Steve Gambino, Josh Dysinger, Big Dog. Uh, Maddie Big Chest, I believe that's you, and everybody else that's joining us in the live stream and that's listening listening to us on the podcast, smash that like button. Please subscribe if you want to. If you want to listen to uh, what we have to say and you want to have some fun, uh, you know, just uh, set us to auto download. Maybe give us a five star review if you like what we have to Not offer. Maybe just do it. Do it. Just do it. Right. Like, <laughs> even if you don't think just so, do it. Like I, like I hope. I hope you think we're five stars. But even if not, just do it anyways. Right. Yeah. All right. All right. And leave a review. All right, guys. I will catch you next week, same time, same station. Thousand dollars for cool G, as we call it back home. Are you at liberty to play for that, Stanley? Would you prefer to play for smiles?